0: Welcome to the Paul Farrington Show. In this episode, I'll be previewing all 16 games from week one of the NFL season, giving you my picks against the spread, helping you win a little bit of money. Let's start with the first game. Kicks off tonight, Cowboys at Bucks. The Bucks are favored by eight and a half in this one, and eight and a half's a lot of points, but I'm going to go Tampa Bay. Here's the reason. Dallas's offense is going to be explosive this season. Dak will be back. They have Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup, CeeDee Lamb, Ezekiel Elliott, so many dynamic pieces to that offense. But for week one with Zach Martin out, Dak's just returning from his injury. I think it's a little too soon to buy the Cowboys. I know a lot of people dislike the Cowboys for the entire season. I think they're going to be just fine. But for week one, let's fade them. Going to take Tampa Bay. Too much talent on that offense. Too much talent on that defense. Really a complete football team if there ever was one. Joe Tryon, their draft pick, one of the best rookies, it seems, in camp. Tampa Bay just has so many fortunes, and it seems like they're building on top of that. I like Brady. I like the weapons they have. Going Tampa Bay, eight and a half, week one. Uh, Will be a fun game, but Tampa pulls ahead late. Let's get to the one o'clock games. Steelers at Bills. All right, the Bills are favored by six and a half in this one. They lose in the divisional round of the playoffs last season. They're going to be explosive. Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs, Cole Beasley had a great season last year, but we're all forgetting about the Pittsburgh Steelers. We're all forgetting that they started last season, I believe 11-0. This is a good football team. This is one of the best defenses in the NFL. They added Najee Harris. That'll give them a boost in the running game. It all comes down to Ben Roethlisberger, and a lot of people don't think he has it this year, but with Najee now, Deontay Johnson, Juju, Chase Claypool, there are weapons in this Pittsburgh Steeler offense. Buffalo put up a lot of points. They're going to be fun to watch this season. But for week one, six and a half is a little too much for me. So I like the Steelers with the points. I like Buffalo, money line. Jets at Panthers. Ho ho, ho ho the revenge of Donald in this one. This is the game where Sam Donald walks into Bank of America Stadium, looks at the Jets and says, you took everything from me. Well, now he has weapons. Christian McCaffrey's back. DJ Moore is there. Robbie Anderson. This is the best offense that Donald has ever had to work with. Now, Carolina, they're likely not a playoff team, but against a young Jets team with a new head coach and Robert Sala, I like Matt Rule and the Panthers to get the job done, cover the four-and-a-half-point spread. The Jets now, they might wind up better than people expect this season. Zach Wilson could be special. Corey Davis is going to be a fantasy monster this year. But for week one, give me Carolina. All right, now the moneymaker of the week, the big game. Jaguars favored by three at the Houston Texans. Oh, how can you not have your eyes on this game? But seriously, who is there in Houston? Really, how many players can you name on this team? Tyrod Taylor, Brandon Cooks, Mark Ingram, David Johnson, Philip Lindsay. How how many more than that? It's not a typical rebuild in Houston this year. This is an organizational collapse. And it's headlined by the Deshaun Watson sexual assault allegations. I don't think Trevor Lawrence comes into this game and lights up the Texans and lights up the NFL like Joe Burrow or Justin Herbert did last year. But he's got more to work with than Tyrod Taylor. So I didn't think I'd be saying this anytime soon, but give me the Jags on the road, minus three. I like them over this dreadful Texans defense. It's going to be a tough year for Houston. I'm sorry. There's just no one there. It's crazy. There's just no one in Houston. So give me Jags, minus three. Urban Meyer, Trevor Lawrence. That's my pick. Cardinals at Titans. This should be a fun game. The Cardinals turned into a retirement home this offseason with A.J. Green, James Conner, J.J. Watt, Uh, among others, joining the crew. They've been happy from what I hear. They don't really like the food, and and they think that some of the athletic trainers are stealing things from their locker. It should be an entertaining team. Arizona's going to throw it all over the field. They'll put up a lot of points, but I'm taking Tennessee. Give me Tennessee. People don't appreciate the Titans the way that they should. Since taking over as a starter two seasons ago, Ryan Tannehill, he's been one of the best quarterbacks in all of football. Derrick Henry, two years in a row, is the rushing title, and now you add Julio Jones, who, by the way, still has some gas left in the tank, to A.J. Brown. Good luck. Have fun with that in Week 1, Arizona. Give me Tennessee with the points. Titans minus 3. I'm talking Tennessee, baby. Eagles at Falcons. Falcons favored by 3 in this one. Very, very challenging game to pick here. Atlanta's been so, so bad recently That's hard to pick them. But I'm going to do it. Ride or die with Matt Ryan. Calvin Ridley, elite. Kyle Pitts should be elite. This Falcons offense has the potential to be a lot of fun this season, and Week 1 against an Eagles team that really can't find their footing, I think they're going to put up some points. Philly will keep this a game, and I like their offense moving forward this season. We're hearing some good things in camp. But for Week 1, give me the dirty birds. I think the Jalen Hurts hype train takes a little bit of a hit in Week 1, but it will be a fun game. It will be a good game. Okay, Chargers at the Washington football team. Truly, truly remarkable that Washington hasn't yet decided on a name. Either stick with the football team or figure it out. Seriously, two years to think of a name? Outside of a few good friends I have in the D.C. area, how hard is it to get some thinkers in D.C.? I mean, how long are we going to have to deal with people who just don't use their brains in Washington, D.C.? All right, all right. People are going to get confused if I'm talking about football or not. L.A. won their final four games behind their rookie of the year quarterback, Justin Herbert, last year, five of their final seven. And people have Los Angeles as a sleeper team. They have Herbert as a sleeper MVP candidate. It's a little much for me, but I'm going to buy into the hype. There's a lot of talent in this game. The Washington defense, excellent with Chase Young. Justin Herbert's got Keenan Allen for himself. One of the more intriguing matchups of week one, I like the Chargers to squeak it out. Ryan Fitzpatrick is a good quarterback, and Washington should compete for the NFC East this year. But for week one, I'm going to go with the Chargers. Not super confident in the pick, but I'm leaning with them, getting the point. In fact, I like them to win the game. 49ers favored by 7.5 at the Detroit Lions. Detroit, I'm sorry, but you're going to struggle this season. And in this one, with the healthier 49ers defense, Nick Bosa comes back. I just think San Francisco is going to feast on Detroit. Penny Sewell hasn't lived up to the hype in camp. The receiving core is weak. It's Tyrell Williams, Amon Ross St. Brown, the rookie, and Quintez Cephas. Just not enough offensive talent for Jared Goff to work with. DeAndre Swift, very good running back. He's fun to watch, but... That's about it when you look at this Lions offense in terms of weapons. I don't think San Francisco is going to be great this season. I think they're going to be a solid contender for the playoff spot. But in week one with that defense and the Lions offense, give me the 49ers, 7.5. I like it. Seahawks at Colts. All right, this is one of the matchups of the week. Carson Wentz makes his Colts debut. But for me, after the injury, the COVID issues, there's just been too much going on in Indianapolis for me to comfortably take the Colts. They'll have a good year. They'll compete in the South. It'll be them or the Titans. But I'm not going against Russell Wilson, especially when the Colts have the question marks that they do. It'll be close, but Seattle always seems to find a way to win these games. And whenever it's tight, give me Russ. I like Seattle by three or four. At the very least, you get a push with this one. As much as I hate to do it, I'm going with the Seahawks. All right, now we get to the Minnesota Vikings. The future Super Bowl champions are favored by three points at the Cincinnati Bengals, and everyone's talking about the Vikings' defense from last season. Everyone's talking about the struggles. Can Mike Zimmer turn it around? Well, I've told you this before. There are nine new starters. It's a completely different defense, so I don't even want to hear comparisons about the Vikings this year and their defense last season. The biggest question mark on this team is the offensive line. There's no Riley Reef. He's now with the Bengals. Christian Derasaw steps in. He's been injured much at camp. That's your question mark. The offensive line, as it always is with this Vikings team. But I'm going to go with the Vikings minus three. Burrow coming back from an ACL injury. It's going to take a little bit of time for Cincinnati to gel this season. Uh, give me the captain. Give me Dalvin. Vikings sail into Cincy and get the win. I like the Vikings with the points. Dolphins at Patriots. Where's the love for Tua Tagovailoa? Sometimes it appears even his own organization doesn't want him amidst all these Deshaun Watson rumors to Miami. But you know what? I've got your back in this one, Tua. A lot of playmakers in this Dolphins offense, but the game will be won defensively. It's going to take time for Mac Jones to settle in. There's not enough talent in New England for him to immediately flourish. There's not the weapons that other quarterbacks are spoiled with when they're rookies. Nelson Aguilar is the number one. Jacoby Myers, Hunter Henry. Does any, do any of these names do it for you? Because they don't to me. When these guys are going up against Xavier Howard, Byron Jones, two of the better cornerbacks in football, the New England passing attack, it's going to struggle in Week 1. These things take time, and against a good defense like Miami, give me the Dolphins to win the game. Foxboro by no means is an easy place to win, especially against Bill Belichick, but this is not your older brother's Patriots. I like Miami. I like Brian Flores in Week 1. Dolphins to win. All right, Browns at Chiefs. Chiefs favored by 5.5. Five and a half is egregious here. In the month of September, Patrick Mahomes honestly may be the greatest quarterback to ever play football. 10-0, 34.4 points per game. If you took Mahomes' September stats and spread them over a 16-game season, he would accumulate 5,286 passing yards, 53 touchdowns, and zero interceptions. Video game numbers. Absolute video game numbers. I'm sorry, Cleveland. I know you got high hopes this year. I believe you'll compete in the AFC North. You just won't be competing next Sunday. Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, too much, too much talent with this Kansas City offense. I got the Chiefs minus five and a half. Easy here. Easy. All right, let's head to the East Coast. Let's go to the greatest state in the world, New Jersey, where we have the Broncos favored by three points over the the New York Giants. That was a joke. Teddy Bridgewater starting his first game in Denver. Saquon returns for New York. Kenny Galladay makes his debut with the Giants after battling some hamstring issues. I like New York in this one. In fact, I like New York to win the game. This is going to be a make-or-break season for Daniel Jones. You have Saquon. You have Galladay. Gettleman got you a shiny new toy in Kadarius Toney. And Kyle Rudolph's a reliable tight end. Everything's there for Daniel Jones to be a good, capable quarterback. Now, a fresh Von Miller and some talent on the Broncos' defense, they're going to present some challenges. But the total ineptitude of the Denver offense, and I love Teddy Bridgewater. I love Teddy Bridgewater. There's not a bigger fan in the world than me. But the Broncos offense is going to struggle. And that'll allow the Giants to get the win in that life. Packers at Saints. Probably my two most hated football team. Probably my two most hated sports teams of all time, actually. Ooh, ooh, I probably have to put the Red Sox in there, too. Two of my top three most hated sports teams. Packers favored by three and a half at the Saints. Now, here's something very important to remember for this one. This game's being played in Jacksonville because of the hurricane in New Orleans. So there's already that on the Saints' minds. They've been dealing with that for the later portion of this offseason. I think Green Bay comes in and covers the 3.5. They got the reigning MVP. He's pissed to be back. Not in the good way, too. But Aaron Rodgers is just so talented. The Saints are dealing with all these issues. The game's in Jacksonville. There's no home field advantage. Jameis will probably throw an interception or two. I like Green Bay, 3.5. I hate to do it, but I'm going with the Packers. All right, Bears at Rams. Rams. Rams favored by 7.5 in this one. Two quarterback debuts in this game. Matt Stafford for L.A., Andy Dalton for Chicago. Give me the Rams. Lots of pressure on Dalton. Lots of mistakes from the Red Rifle in this one. Aaron Donald's going to have his way with that weak Chicago offensive line. Rams might be a little overrated coming into the season, but I like them by about 10. Too many mistakes for Chicago. Too much talent on the defensive side of the ball for the Rams. Give me L.A. All right, and that brings us to the Monday night game. Ravens favored by 4.5 at the Raiders. Raiders' defense was putrid last year. Absolutely putrid. 29.9 points allowed per game. That's 30th in the NFL. So what they do? They went out, they signed Solomon Thomas, Gerald McCoy, Yannick Ngakwe. That boosts their defensive line. But I love Baltimore. There's something about a John Harbaugh team. The defense is going to be there. Lamar's so dangerous. They give him another weapon in Rashad Bateman this offseason. No J.K. Dobbins. That hurts. But they'll be all right. Baltimore covers four and a half week one. In fact, I might even bump this up to an alternate spread and take Baltimore with six and a half. How do you like that? How's that for an end? So there you go. Week one, those are my picks. My top picks for the week, I'm going to say Chiefs, then Ravens, then Vikings. If you're looking for a three-team parlay, add in the Packers if you want to go four. Not happy about that, but I'd do it if you have no soul. All right, well, keep me honest and see how I did post-week one with our follow-up episode. Thanks for listening and have some fun. Football's back.